Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway. As a mental health advocate and author, I love books. Books have the capacity to inspire, educate, transform, and ultimately help readers all over the world. So if you want to publish your book or if you need help writing your story, I highly recommend Mindstir Media, rated the number one best book publisher around the country. Mindstir Media can help you no matter where you are in the book writing or publishing process. Go to mindstermedia.com to learn more and schedule a consultation. This episode is brought to you by Mindster Media and the Sunrise segment of the Outcomes of Sun podcast radio. And now, Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Outcomes the Sun Radio. Welcome my co-host, Melissa Yamaguchi, and me, Mariel Hemingway. Uh, so exciting. Our second show uh, in Santa Barbara, that is. We have been doing this podcast for a while. And this is if you haven't got this already, this is the sunrise section. Sunrise. Sunrise. Sunrise, sunset. This is where I sing. Sunrise, sunset. Go ahead. Proceed. I can't remember the word, so it'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> this is a time when we share, we catch up and share our information and we help set the intention for the show and hopefully for your day. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, it really is. It really is about that because mornings are so important. Yes. I mean, let's talk about mornings because we're, you and I are morning people, I think. Aren't you? I think I'm a morning person. I, first of all, I love mornings. I always think of mornings as the beginning of a new life. Like, I just think it's like rebirth. It's to me, mornings just represent a sense of cleanliness. It's like everything is new. Mm-hmm. And you uh, every morning you have the opportunity to make a day that you want, right? Right. And that's a, it's certainly an intention, but I think if you wake up feeling that way and with that intention that every day is new. It's almost like getting back into that childlike curi- curiosity about life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My my Daughter just had a baby, literally, like five weeks ago, almost six weeks ago. I'm amazing. She's a little peanut. Yeah. Every time she opens her eyes, everything's new. Everything is new. Everything is a, you know, and I'm sure as she gets, as she grows and gets older, and I remember this when my kids were smaller, you know, everything is just this bright, new, shiny something in Mm -hmm. life. And I think that we, as we get older, as we become, uh, become adults, we lose that, that sense of curiosity and that sense of newness and wonder. And I think we've got to get back to that. I'm just saying. Well, if you, if you make a determination, I'm going to wake up and this is how I want to see my day. A lot of people think, well, I can't demand that. Sure you can. It's your day. And if you know I have to go to work, I have to buy groceries, I have to do this, whatever you have to do on your to-do list. In the midst of all that, I'm going to have a great day. And you make a determination. 
in my ver in my verbiage with i always tell people if you own your energy then you own your life well own your day when you wake up you make a declaration this is going to be a great day i am going to have a great day i am yes. I, it's powerful and I, I think we have given away too much of our power thinking we don't have control when this is your life and we want you to take some of the control back and you can. I mean, I know I know this for a fact because I know that, you know, we are like computers. Our brains are like computers. I often practice that before I go to sleep. I Mine will... often glitches. <laughs> Maybe. Mine probably does too. But before I go to sleep, I will, not every night, I don't remember every night, but often. And if I have an event or if I have something that, that I'm doing that's important the following mm -hmm. I will kind of as a mantra, I will do a kind of a relaxation through my body, but I will also imagine the day that I want to have the following day, yeah, right? I like that. Kind of just visualize that day unfolding in a way that is beneficial. Like I see the positive things happening. Mm -hmm. I see that I'm having a good time. I'm smiling. Yep. It's successful. Sometimes you don't want to color it too specifically, but you want it because you want to leave it open for interpretation of the world right. energy. You would be surprised. But what you do is that you intend for joy, happiness, a great deal of love and, and understanding, and it is successful. So in that, you see yourself smiling, you see yourself, you know, interacting with people in That's a right. positive way. You see yourself being clearly understood. You you see yourself being listened to. You see yourself listening, right? You see the the yeah. qualities of you that you would like to see in the world and you know you imagine yourself your best self right and right. i have i promise you if you practice this before sleeping it's like programming a computer you wake up and you have that day it's amazing it is amazing it's kind of beings did you do you remember the first time someone told you don't set your alarm tell yourself what time you want to yes. wake up and then you did and then you're like whoa what just happened that's the same concept. And you, as you were speaking, it also made me think of uh, Ben Franklin, who said, um, upon rising, what day shall I have? And then upon resting at night on sunset, what day did I have? So it's this, it's owning your, it's taking ownership and being fully present in your life and not just letting life, we go through rote memorization. I get up, I drink my coffee, I drive to work, I drop off the kids, I, whatever you're doing, we don't, we get lost in really owning the day and everything that's happening. And if you want to sit down and read a paper for 30 minutes, then you own that. I, I, I think there's a lot of power behind that. I know that you and I speak every morning. Sometimes mm -hmm. we don't. And I got to let you know, there's a little withdrawals going over on the Yamaguchi side. I feel <laughs> wounded, but I'm getting stronger, Mary. I'm getting stronger. So we talk almost every day. And so when we're talking and we're, we're, we're going over our day, the day that happened before. We're going over what's going to happen that day because we don't always see each other, even though we talk every day. Yeah. So it's it's the same practice. We're doing it as a team, and then we do it individually with our with our partners, with our husbands, or with our by ourselves. It's it's an important part of your life. It's worth adding to your repertoire of things total. Yes, absolutely. Well, I just think that's that kind of wraps up the sunrise. Kind of wraps up the sunrise. It feels really good to me. I appreciate uh, I appreciate our time together. I appreciate my time with everyone listening. It's so 
important to me that we connect and that you understand us and that we hear from you. I, I want to be able to hear from the people out there to, listening to Outcomes of Sun. So know that we do have a Facebook page too, the Outcomes of Sun Facebook page, uh, Outcomes of Sun radio show, podcast, Facebook page. So please, if you want to send us a message, do it through that or our YouTube channel, whatever it is, however you want to communicate with us, please do. We welcome your comments. We welcome your suggestions. We welcome all of it because that's what we're here for. That's, that's why we're doing this. And today we have a very, very exciting guest. I'm, I'm super excited because she's kind of become a friend. I mean, I haven't met her in person, but I feel like we know her. Uh, we met her through Zoom, but uh, Valerie Bertinelli is our guest today. And she is a gem. She's just a gem. She's just so heart filled and so open. I thought I was open. I thought I sort of shared everything in my life, but she is one open book in, but in such a pure and honest and innocent kind of way. I a girlfriend, you know, right? What? Like, a girl, like a girlfriend would. Yeah, absolutely. It was as though, you know, when I first spoke to her, I'd known her forever. And I, I think that everybody will just get such a treat in listening to our conversation with Valerie Bertinelli. So, Join it. We're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we will be speaking with Valerie on Outcomes of Sun Radio. Good morning, Santa Barbara. You're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi, that'd be me, right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Hi, it's Kevin Nealon. I have a new book out now called I Exaggerate My Brushes with Fame. It's a collection of my caricatures and accompanying anecdotes. Also, if that's not enough for you, I have a little hiking show on YouTube. It's a web series. It's called Hiking with Kevin. But more importantly, right now, you're listening and watching Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Enjoy. Welcome to Outcomes the Sun podcast. I've got my partner, Melissa Yamaguchi, here. And we have an amazing guest today. She's, I, first of all, I, get, well, I reached out to her a few years ago and, like, embarrassingly, like, said, Oh my God, I, I just, I was totally fangirl. <laughs> she's really very funny. Anyway, we have Valerie Bertinelli on. And, you know, she's been a part of both Melissa and I's you know, past, we were kind of all growing up together. We all, you know, we all kind of come from the same generation. Anyway, um, it's, it's an honor to have you on our little tiny ECBC Outcomes of Sun podcast, which is for um, my foundation. Uh, Melissa and I founded a foundation called the Mariel Hemingway Foundation, which is for mental health. And you're so outspoken 
You know, you yeah. are, when it comes to really sharing feelings, you are the, one of the most brave and courageous humans that I have seen in, in, in quite some time because you really, you're just not afraid to say how you feel. And I think it helps so many people. So first of all, thank oh, you for wow. that. And how do you, do you think about that when you're like reaching now, out on Instagram? <laughs> unfortunately, sometimes I don't. And my manager gets calls like, is she okay? Do we need to call somebody? Right. I'm like, I'm just feeling I'm just, and I'm letting, because the, the feedback that I get is I feel the same way. Thank God you said it out loud or whatever. And I, I just, when you reached out to me, it was in 2018. I remember yes. exactly where I was when you reached out. I had cried for the first time on my Instagram stories because I had come home from a long shoot. And, um, oh boy, I don't want to get in trouble, but I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say it. Um, <laughs> I was um, really seeing um, the start of the uh, disintegration of my marriage, my right. second marriage. And um, he had said something to me that just, just floored me. And um, I, my mental capacity at that time, even though I was going to therapy and doing all that, it just, um, I just felt like saying, I'm sad <laughs> and I'm sad. And I didn't want to say why, because sometimes it's, it's, that's not the, re like, I can't blame him right. for what I was going through. And in, in fact, I can all, I, what I can do is thank him for bringing me to my knees to I, where I've been brought to this year. It's been a long road to get here. Um, because without that, I wouldn't start, I wouldn't have started taking care of my, for lack of a better term, inner child. Yeah, because she's been neglected for so long. And um, yeah, and she deserves the love that she never thought that she deserved. deserved. And it, it started in childhood. It started, you know, that's all childhood trauma, I think, where it starts for well, everyone. Well, it's, yeah, I, only, I can only speak for myself. Yeah, it's so interesting that you say that because I mean, you know, like what what we're discovering is, that, you know, there's this whole process of really if you don't address that inner child, she starts, she's running the show. You're 60 years old. And you're like, holy crap. You're still right. You know, like this, this 10 year old, this five year, yeah. <laughs> five year old yeah. girl that felt abandoned or this or that or undeserving keeps running the show. And until, and I, I talked about that in an interview today, I talked about like the, the, the fact that we we need to address. You need to tell your story. You need to get it you out must. there. You must. You must. Because then it becomes a story. And then you can let it go. Because you realize, yes. oh my God, I'm not there anymore. Right. And I think I think by talking about it, my whole thing is, okay, I'm in so much pain right now. So but I've been used to being in pain. I have the very high tolerance for pain, emotional, physical, everything. So I like, I can do this. I can get through this. I'm a trooper. I'm, I'm strong. I, yeah. And that comes to a point where the little girl says, you know what? I don't want to be strong anymore. Yeah. I want to, I just, I just want to be loved. Just somebody yeah. love me. And sometimes when it, when that love comes from outside sources, it can bandage something for a while, but that, that little girl needs to be loved by yeah, you, by you That's, mm -hmm. and, or that little boy must be loved by you. And until that happens, you're going to start, you're going to keep looking for outside sources of love that won't do you any good, that will hurt you. You can, that will really put you in a lot of pain for a lot of people. There are people that are in relationships where that love is nurtured and you're still able to nurture the little girl or the little boy. Yeah. I had not found that. 
So I, by knowing that I was going to be in pain by sitting in this pain, or do I go through the pain and the challenges of trying to heal myself so that I can get on the other side of it and heal my heart and heal my little girl? So that's what I'm working through right now with my therapy and I've taken some online courses that are fascinating. The Hoffman process. Oh my gosh! Yes, a lot. We did yes, that. we did that too. Oh, we got that too. Hello. I only took a weekend course, and I I just had another little course last night, and I'm taking another one next week, and I'm hoping to eventually go up there. Me too. I'm telling you, even though we're wow. not supposed, to, even though we're not supposed to know anybody, can we all go together? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! I'll pretend I don't know you. <laughs> Ben, I want to do. I want to do, do that it. too. It's amazing, and it's so basic. It I mean, at, at at the end of the day, I mean, Melissa and I both did it, and we were both like, "Yep, oh my god, this is so." It's actually no, no. quite simple. Oh, oh contraire, my friend. We were supposed to do that together, and you left. Oh yes, so I, I was all alone. <laughs> we were going to pretend like we didn't know each other at the same time. I'm Online. in the room alone, not knowing what to expect, and. My daughter walks in, and all I know is that she sees me dancing. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Just and I." But I was standing just in a, enough outside of my laptop camera that yeah, I could only I throw my arm in every once in a while. And I was like, "Just go away!" And I kept standing it, "Go away!" And I kept going, "And yeah." So if I go yeah. up there, I want I want confirmation and contract sign that people are going with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. And I just wanted. I just I was talking to somebody else, and I was like, I just don't want to dance in front of everybody. I, I always know. hated dancing, but yet <laughs> that movement of your body, yeah, oh, yeah, and getting that energy yeah. out because it's all everything is energy. Yeah, and getting yes. that out is so helpful. It's so helpful, and also not only energy, we physicalize our trauma. So the only way to get rid of it, I, and it's why we have pain or problems and things come up physically, but to actually mm-hmm. get that, you know, it's kind of primal screen. I mean, I was ridiculous. Bobby kept coming in going, are you okay? I was like, I so badly want to scream sometimes because I think screaming is really good for you. I do too. Um, but I have to get in my car because my, I mean, I get my dogs back here and it'll scare the hell out of my dog. So, or my cats. So I can't do it in the house. I have no place private to go in my, you know, where there's not an animal somewhere. No, I, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to scare them. So I have to do it in the car. <laughs> Bobby came in and actually said that the dog was, the dog was under the bed. The cats were like freaking out by the window. I was like, oh, well, you know, but all in the, and you know, in trying to get healthy in the name of healing. Yes. And I just, I, I want everybody to just not be embarrassed by their pain. Cause we we're all human. We all, we all have had trauma. I don't care how perfect I childhood was. The trauma is just because as a child, you are, uh, what's the word for it? You just, everything revolves around you. you you're very egocentric, not in a rude, gross way that narcissists right. can be, but you're egocentric in a way that um, if you aren't touched when you're crying or if, so, if, yeah. if the bond you're making with someone is out of the room, you don't know what's wrong as a child. You just know that you feel abandoned. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. feel loved. And it's nothing your parents are doing wrong. I mean, but just the simple form of that, learning to feel emotions and, and do for yourself is a process yeah. as an infant growing into a child. And yeah. I, I had parents that loved me dearly. I know they did, but they were grieving because when my mom was pregnant with me, my brother Mark died and oh, he was only 17 God. months old. So I know that I was born into a grieving family. 
Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's just no getting around that, you know? Yeah. And so my role as I chose as a human in a, a, in a, in a soul and a, having a human experience, I chose to make everything better. Oh if I'm God. the perfect baby, if I'm the perfect this, I'm the perfect that, then everybody will be better. And I learned to see cues and okay, I'm, I have to make this person happy. I have to make, and I've gotten to the point now at 62, it's like, I can't fucking help you. I can't, I got to make <laughs> myself happy. I, I can't, you know, I know it's true. Be liked, but I also need to make myself happy now without yes. being selfish, but yes, selfish. But it's not selfish. To take care of yourself is not selfish. Go ahead, Melissa. What do you think, for women, what do you think the, at what point, does it, do we have to go through the, the grieving and the pain to be able to get to a point where we give ourselves permission to not fix everything all the time? Because, yes, you share, what you just shared your childhood is, I've heard Marielle say before, so this yeah. is thing, like, if I, I know, just I was just better. Yeah. And I, and I, um. I grew up in a family where I had uh, two older brothers. I was the only girl and the baby. And my middle my middle brother is um, deaf, was born deaf. And so there was a lot of, and my mother was an activist, civil rights activist. And there's a lot of, a lot going on in the house at all times. So I never really felt like I needed to run around. But I did, I do, I do suffer from what you, I've heard you talk about in some of your interviews and read in your book. And then some of the stuff that Mariel has shared before, this, this guilt of not taking care of everything. And that's that's an affliction we have as women anyway. So yes, what what did you you know you what did you do? What permission did you give yourself, or how did you get to the spot where you start thinking like you? I love the title of the book. Enough already. Like enough, yes. enough. Right. Like, yeah. Like, what do I? When did you give yourself permission, and how? How do we help? Other I'm still women giving myself permission. It's there's not a, a. I don't think there's a finite place of where I think some days I can, it's easier to give myself permission. Other days it's not like when I was crying for the first time in 2018 on camera as myself, not as a character. And Mariel reached out to me and she said, you really look like you're in pain. Let me tell you some things that have worked for me. And I was like, Oh my God, it's Meryl Hemingway. I love you. And I was following her on Instagram anyway. So I love your posts. I love your animals. I love, you know, when you, when you go to Idaho, I love all your posts on Instagram. Thank so, you. um, I took you up on your suggestion. Um, and it helped a lot. And I think that just by knowing that my pain was normal yeah, and that um, it's okay to feel it. In fact, it's better to feel it. But I think um, because this divorce has been so wicked and Ugh. it's really brought me to my knees that, um, but I think of that as a gift. Because yeah. I get to learn so much about myself through this. Yeah. I get to learn so much about my character. I get to learn so much about my healing. Yeah. I get to talk to my inner child more. So this this wicked part of my life is actually very healing for me. And I get to choose every day whether I'm thankful and in gratitude or whether I just want to be bitchy and just scream. And I choose to be grateful and 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 be thankful because I also get to learn so much. Yeah. I'm happen to having a good day today. There are days where I get up and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> you know. And, I'm like, and there's other, yep. you know, days that I have to remember that I can't control everything. I can only control my responses to whatever's happening yes. in my life, and that's where equanimity comes in. And that's my favorite word. I want to find peace in all of the craziness. I want to be the peace in yeah. the craziness, and it's it's a work in progress. I got to tell you that for sure. But that's what I love about you because that's so true. I mean, that's why I I, I reach. I must have known. I mean, 
Melissa said it. You're, I mean, you were the fixer. So was I in my family. That's exactly what I did. My family was crazy. They were all like losing their shit. Two older sisters that were on drugs and misbehaving and they were all messed up in addiction and depression and all that stuff. And I thought, you know, at the at age, whatever, Oh, I'm the, I'm the person that's going to make everything okay. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and clean up clean up blood and broken glass, thinking, you know, it's all if I make it clean, we have a chance at starting new tomorrow. Mm. So I get that, and 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 those things are so. I, I just love it, but th- my point is, we didn't know each other, know each other, and yet we share that human that same human experience because and we all do at some level right so when people say oh i've never you know i'm i don't have any depression i don't have any this i don't i'm like well really because <laughs> i i yeah. got that very much but maybe maybe you maybe you don't maybe you had this a uh, beautiful upbringing and and that can be uh, amazing uh, enough and maybe that can be enough maybe that yeah. can be enough and because then sometimes it's not the family, then it's environmental, then something yes. happens in school. Or I mean, it's always something uh, uh, yeah, we have exactly. so much. You know, there's yeah. stuff. There's stuff happening there's all the stuff. time. I mean, it's it's all amazing. The time. I, I I have to give uh give some some snaps out to Melissa because she's one of the most amazing mothers in the world. Oh. Like her two kids, I her kids aren't they're not little anymore but they're younger than my my two girls and um i sufficiently screwed my girls up but they're fabulous right now um but, but melissa has i've watched her be such a conscientious mother to two kids who really honestly might say they're not depressed or not whatever because she's created a very balanced environment and yet being very authentic with her own Whatever shortcomings or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, I I just want to mm-hmm. I, I want to say that so there are people out there being healthy parents and being you know having you know yeah. raising healthy kids. Um, and I think I think that's you know what makes me sad about today, the world we live in, is that we're not taught how to do simple things. And if we're not taught how to do the simple things, then how are we meant to go into the world and, you know, function in, in relationship, in a marriage? You know, like I was in a marriage for 24 years and I was miserable, you know, mm-hmm. but I was going to fix it because I was doing my childhood. Oh, yeah. I was doing right. my trauma yeah. of my childhood. I was going to be the fix it girl. I'll fix this. He got cancer. I'll fix that. He, you know, he, he drinks. I'll fix that. You know, all these things that you do. It, it, because you haven't healed that inner inner child because like you i'm you, you know maybe maybe i'm a a couple of months or a couple of years ahead in i actually can i can actually say that i love myself now and that mm. i couldn't have said that 20 years ago that was like yeah it was embarrassing i thought that was embarrassing and like egocentric egocentric oh, oh my god so egocentric yeah. right oh exactly. you love yourself but no i mean i agree i am actually at a point right now cuz every morning i wake up and i say things before i even open up my eyes um affirmations about you know mm-hmm. all the kind of affirmations of whether i want to be this way or whether i am but say it in I am this, I am that, I am this, I am, you know, I am lovable. 
I yes. am kind. I am, you know, hello, beautiful world. Let me do what I can today to make it a better place. All of that every single morning before I open my eyes. Yeah. I think it's important to start the day off grateful. I think it's <laughs> important to start the, to go to sleep grateful, no matter yes. what. Even if you've had the shittiest day you can ever imagine. That's right. Be grateful for it drawing attention to whatever your focus needs to be on. Absolutely. And that's why. Yeah, you're just saying you believe in God or the uh, universe. I know. I'm just laughing because you're saying stuff that we talk about all the time. I believe the, the, the way that you start your day is so critical. How you, yep. you know, you, your eyes open and like gratitude, you just got to be saying, oh my God, thank you. Look at the sun, whatever it is. And then at night, Bobby and I do a thing where we kind of do a, we look, we kind of go through the day and, 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 and catalog it and sort of say, where could I have done something different? Where could I have been better? Where could I have had a response instead of a reaction? Where, you know, like that kind of thing. Because then you're bookending your, your, you know, day with like, with love and with also with awareness, which I think is huge. And also because I believe yeah. that before you sleep, you're kind of program programming that computer. So if you say those things or maybe a quadrinity check, I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sure. It's amazing. Or, or, a gratitude well, and appreciation for the end of the day. Absolutely. You, ha you have a line that you've said before where you said, um, always find your way back to love. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, putting that on yourself is huge. Always find your way back to love for you. So I want, mm -hmm. and I don't want to continue to beat on that. I know we could talk the whole time about it, but there's a couple of quotes that you have said before that I, the minute I heard you say them or I read them, I instantly wrote them down because I think it's worth, sharing with our audience and really kind of emphasizing their genius in what you said. Besides always find your way back to love. You said, and if not now, you may run out of nows. So you have yes. to do it now. So this, so I want to take that and plus then the, couple it with the third thing you said, where you said, if you climb the ladder or the staircase of gratitude, you'll find your way to joy. Yes. All three of these things is a, such an incredible cocktail recipe for self-love. And it's this really not now you're going to run out of nows because right. we've all heard stories of people who have said, I'll do that. I'll, I'll come see you when I'm better. I'll, I'll come to I'll yeah. see you when I feel like I look better. I'll, I'll yeah. see you when I get the baby weight off, whatever it is, we keep putting it off. And then only right. there, there are no more nows. I love those, those lines that you have that you've said. I think they're great expressions and something Thank we really you. need to hold true. And I think, and, and anyone can do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. Anyone, any, absolutely anyone, no matter where you are in the world can feel grateful for something. Yes. There, there may be day. And there were so many days that in just God, since 2015, it's been so hard, but there've been so many days where I was just like, I, I didn't want to go on anymore. I'm like, it, it, the place would be a better place without me. I, I just don't want to do this. I would never, ever, I don't. Um, but there is that, um, I know it. Like, yeah, I know. I know it. that I never could. I know it. I know it. It's it like, so, yeah, I don't want to be in this pain anymore. I but then, of course, Wolfie would come in. There's just no way yeah. I could do it. But I felt like, oh, it'd be so much easier if I just wasn't here. I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. But I always could find something that I was grateful for, whether it just be something as little uh, as 
Batman coming and rubbing on my leg at that particular moment. Yeah. Or, or uh, I don't know, going out and seeing, there was actually a beautiful sunset that day, or there was no sunset, but the sky looked so beautiful. Or yeah. just finding anything in my vicinity to just be grateful for. Yep. I, I, and I, and I have an amazing life. I've built an amazing life for myself. I, I've been working since I was 12 years old and I don't wow. spend my money willy nilly. So I, I know that sometimes I beat myself up because I'm like, you idiot, you should be grateful for everything, no matter what, look at what you look where you live. But there's still the humanity of the sadness of what's going on in your life and how challenging it feels. I am very, very lucky. And I'm grateful for it. But I also worked really hard for my luck. Absolutely. And, and, and you're also an uh, if, if, if I can be so bold, uh, you're an empath. So you're feeling, you know, you, what you feel is in your own life. But I also think that you probably tune into a lot of pain all over the world, right? I think that all, I think women do in general, uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's a, a t- total generalization. But I think there's this sense of, I think that when you are a mother, there is a sense of like the world, the Weltschmerz, you know, the weight of the world feels you feel it, right? And and yeah. so it's not only your pain, but the pain of all that's going on in the world. And there's, you know, there's stuff. And now we're inundated with news about uh, it. When I, I, nonstop. I will admit that I can sometimes TikTok scroll a little bit too much and I need to get off. Um, but um, I, don't, I, remember, I remember when the Oklahoma City bomb, bombing happened. Yeah. I didn't know that it happened because at that time, um, internet was just starting. So you didn't get news that quickly. I mean, you right. did, but, right. um, but I hadn't heard anything about it. But I just knew I felt so heavy that day. I was so sad. And nothing in my life was really that. I mean, Wolfie was a baby. And, but there's something that made me feel like, was Wolfie a baby? I don't remember. I don't remember when the bombing was. I just remember that feeling yeah. of heaviness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Wolfie was a baby. It happened to ha- had must have happened in the early nineties. Yeah. Oh God. I don't. I, I just. Yeah. I, I just remember. And then my therapist telling telling me what had happened because I was on the phone with her for something. And wow, I thought that must be it because I just feel the heaviness right now. And and it's just so freaking sad that things like that can happen. Like and nine eleven. And I don't. No, I don't want to get into all that. It's just yeah. There's a no, lot I know. There's a lot that we take on. There's also a lot of joy in the world too. Totally. And that's kind of why, you know, M- Melissa's great because she wa- she get, fills me in on all the news because I'm, I'm so sensitive yeah. that I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't watch it. I get, it gets me like, I, I can't, I can't take it in, but she'll like fill me in so that I don't sound like an idiot about world events and things and political things. But I'm um, doing a Christine Amanpour accent so you feel yes. like you really <laughs> so i feel like it. i'm really smart yeah. <laughs> and i want to i want to be so bold here and not to throw too much um jocularity into the conversation but am i crazy in assuming that batman's a cat and not a lover and <laughs> rubs up on your leg yes I, i'm sorry about that yes batman is my cat one of my cats batman rubs up on my leg how go, many cats do you have i have six I have four. It's okay. I get it. Okay. Well, I had four. And then when my parents passed, I took their two cats. Mm. I, I mean, I yeah. had to. Yeah. And you, I mean, there's another thing. You had parents that you, that you cared for and they, you know, I mean, you've been through passed, a lot yeah. of heavy stuff that 
kind of the entire world can, can relate to. We get older parents, they start to, you know, they start to lose their shit and you have to take, come in and take care of them. I mean, you have really taken on, yes, there's a lot to be grateful for, but you've taken on a lot in your life and there's been a lot of stuff laid out at your feet. I just, I commend you. I just, I, I, I have such admiration for your ability to like, you know, pick yourself up and move forward and like write a book about it and, and, you know, be raw and real about, about your experiences. It's, it's admirable and it's, it's brave and it's courageous and it's important. And it, it gives other people permission to do the same. And that's what, and that's what I kind of want to do that's with the this. goal. Yeah. Yeah. You want to tell people, goal. Hey, it's okay. Share your, yeah. share it, let it go, move on feel gratitude. We're all in this together, you know, cause we're all mm -hmm. interconnected. That's the other thing. Yeah. We're so connected. Bobby and I talk about 99% space and that we're, we're made up of energy and we're made up of 99% space. It's this incredible universal, like interconnected energy. And yet we deal with 1% of ourselves, right? And we're obsessed with this ego 1% that you know, that, you know, the vanity, the this, the that, the depressed, the, all that stuff is 1% of us. The 99% wow. of us is what's connected to everyone. So if you don't take care of yourself and you don't look at yourself, you really, when somebody else hurts themselves, they're hurting you. When you hurt yourself, you're hurting others. You know what I mean? Because we are interconnected. Mm. So there's, I don't know, I just, I, I find it, I, 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 I think life is a wonderful adventure that is, is to be, you know, like dug up and like looked at and okay, I'm it. I'm and in learn from, and we're learn here from. to learn. Yeah. And yes, it's, it's just an amazing about. learning experience. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And yeah. I do you, the more I learn the better. One of the things that we talk about on the Merrill Hemingway foundation is that one size doesn't fit all. And right. I want to, I want to get some, you, you, in your book, you've got 24 things that you're saying, this is, you know, do this every day, like get up and try to do yoga, read a book, don't speak neck, all these beautiful little like mantra things. That I've been accomplished. I love it. Listen, yeah. all of them. Put no. one foot in front of the other. And <laughs> yes. I, my husband, uh, my children are always uh, calling my husband the graffiti artist because he takes those white erase board mark out markers, you know, and he writes on their bathroom mirror. So when they get up in the morning, he's like, I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm going to have an amazing day. Thank you, God. I believe something amazing is happening to me today. And they're like, you know, pops tagging the bathroom again. So they, <laughs> we, he, and he says, by you reading it, your body has heard it. Yeah. And so we're putting it in there. So I, I that's our little family thing we do. I shouldn't, that's I'm why not taking like, Write notes to Wolfie in his lunchboxes. Oh, yeah, yes. do you How journal? I, uh, yeah. Do you journal? I do now. I did. I do. I mean, I, I was so back and forth with it. I would um, be really good at it for a while. I mean, I've got journals going back to like when I was like 14. I still have another hysterical. But um, I stopped <laughs> for a while um, because I was so miserable. I just didn't even write, want to write it down. And yeah. then I would write some things down. And um, wait, oh, there it goes. Oh, wait, my microphone just helped. Um, I would write some things down um, just to remember so I could prove to myself that I wasn't going crazy. It's like, no, this happened. Okay. So then now, uh, since taking that um, weekend Hoffman course, I, um, I, I do it every day now. Yeah. And I mean, I used to journal in a way that I would write the date, 
write how much I weighed, and then whatever happened that day or what I ate. I haven't gotten on a scale since I finished writing the book because I'm I'm not going to do that to myself. Tomorrow. I'm not going to myself up. I I Good. know I I want to lose weight, but I also know more importantly, I need to love that little girl. And yep. until that little girl feels loved, this weight's going to stay here and protect me. Absolutely, and I this weight because yep. it, it got me out of a horrible relationship. This weight protected me, yes. so I'm. Yeah, I'm going to thank it. And I thank it every day. I rub my belly and I say, thank you for helping me. I'm sorry that I've treated you so badly. But thank you. I know you're here to protect me. One day, I will release you and I, it'll be good. But right now, I understand that you don't want to be released yet. But I love you. And I, really I need to love my body where yep. I am right now today, even though I don't like the size jeans I'm wearing. <laughs> but you know what? It doesn't matter because I'm going to heal that little girl first. Yes. Like weight releases that's so well, I brilliant don't know who ever said spandex and jeggings weren't in but they can go to hell because spandex and jeggings can <laughs> and i want to tell you we have a couple of degrees of separation my husband billy used to cut bonnie franklin's hair oh my god yeah bonnie, bonnie was up in ohio living there for a while and we're in the ventura westlake area and she would come in and get her hair taken care of from billy and he would say Oh man, I had the biggest crush on Valerie Bertinelli when, when when I used to watch that show. So this, so last night I said to him, "Hey, guess who's going to be on the podcast tomorrow? Valerie Bertinelli." And you know, we almost got in a fight. He, he, got, he got a little too excited. He's like, "Man, I loved her." And I said, "Okay, you know what, Cowboy, just send me down for a few minutes." You know, Bonnie used to have a have, have a place in Carpinteria. Oh, she used to go up yeah, there a awesome. lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh man, that woman was amazing. I was so lucky to be able to work with her at such a young age. She taught me so much. Oh, she I was love. How she many was years were you on the show? One day at a time. 1975 to 1984, nine years. Wow. Wow, really? Literally wow. started that show. I was a virgin in every sense of the word. <laughs> and when the show was over, I, I was 24 and I was a married woman. It's wow. crazy. Wow. I mean, wow. to go through those nine years of your life that are so oh life-changing amazing it's in front of the world crazy when i think about it now yeah in front of the whole world so people thought yeah. they so people felt like they knew you so people mm. had felt like they had a they you know mm -hmm. you grew up with them so to speak like and so that that's why back to what Marilyn said in the beginning it's so commendable that you thought you know what i'm going to address this because sometimes we in the world of celebrity there's this image thrust upon you and sometimes we want to hold you there yeah, the right. men and women. We want to hold you there because we don't want you to change, which is why we keep making movies out about, about Marilyn Monroe. Everyone wants to hold yeah. her where she was, right? We keep right. doing this to people. So for you to come out and say, this is who I am. This is what I'm going through. This is how I feel. I think you not only have given yourself permission, whether you realize it or not, I know you've given a lot of women and men permission to kind of look at themselves and forgive themselves. Oh, I hope so. Because oh, we all deserve have. forgiveness. Absolutely. I, I don't believe in necessarily forgiving everybody in your life. Sometimes you can just stay mad at people. I, I'm, I was trying so hard to forgive, to forgive, forgive. And I forgot about forgiving myself first. Yeah. So maybe once I've fully forgiven myself, I'll be able to forgive other people that I'm really angry with. And it's very few people. I'm, I've been lucky in my life to yeah. have really wonderful people. And there's just a very few people in my life that I'm just like, if I never see you again, it'll be too soon. I just love the fact but, that you um, keep, you keep like saying, you know, like you're still working on it. I love that. I mean, it mm. is a work in progress. Every day is like, I never say to somebody, day. I found the solution. It's like, here's a pill. There's no, you know, it's every day you wake up no. some days is 
you know, I'm, I, I'm living in Idaho now and I'm like worried about the winter. Like I'm terrified because we had a win- all last winter and I was like, oh, because I got used to California. And, you know, like you just every day, my point being every day is a day to find something new about yourself. And, and you don't always wake up happy. You don't always you're not always, a, you know, super loving and kind. Sometimes you snap at the dog or the cat, you know, like, and then you feel horrible because they're so innocent and they just look at you because like, I still know. love you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I know you, but you yeah. really shouldn't. Anyway, <laughs> I just, you really shouldn't have peed on the wall. <laughs> Could you please not do that again? It's so great. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, our, our podcast is only a half an hour, so we kind of, we've got a oh, little God. bit over and we could talk to you forever and ever. And I, I really hope that you'll come back and I, I want you to be a part of the, our, not only the podcast, but our, our foundation, but I'll address that Absolutely. with you later <laughs> because yes. I just think you're amazing. This and is- thank you so much for taking the time to just be so frank and open and you're so You're just, you know, got, now I'm going to have. Oh, thank you. But you know what's going to happen now. And this is what I have to work against. I don't know if a lot of people ever feel this way, but now I'm going to get off and go, oh God, what did I say? And I'm going to have a vulnerability hangover. And I want to give myself patience to say, it's okay. Whatever you said, some people take it and they will hear it and they can use it. Other people will make fun of you. You don't need to worry about those people. And so I just, by the way, I I can can tell you, I was listening very carefully. You didn't do it. You didn't say anything that, that couldn't be said i don't want you to feel Neither. whatever you were you were awesome you're awesome you are you're, lovely yeah, you're a nothing, lovely soul yeah. you're a lovely soul and you, you know, are you are you never say anything that's like oh oh my god you know like you're not yeah 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 it, it's never gross. no, no I, I feel I'm, like I'm, you know listen I say they much, edit the time. shit out of me valerie half of my stuff is on the floor because <laughs> i'm just rude as hell you are a lovely soul and we when mariel told me you're going to be on we were so excited thank, thank you so much for doing this it means the world and like mariel said i want to echo that. I, I, I pray Thank you come you back. to both of you. I mean, what you're doing is really, really important. I think mental health in this country and all around the world needs to be looked at more. And we need to just, uh, just hug people more. I mean, I know, I agree. in a sense of like, you are okay. You'll be yes. okay. You're, we're here to help. And so thank you for doing what you're doing. 100%. Well, we'll send you a link so you can, you know, get it out to your, get it out to your people and then some. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to The Morning Show with Marielle Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. And next, Energy with Melissa Yamaguchi. so happy to be back with you. Thank you for sticking around. I have a fun little tip today I want to talk to you about in feng shui. I get asked all the time about mirrors. Where do I place a mirror? Where does it go? How does it work? Where do I have it? And I only say never above the bed unless you're in Vegas. 
Other than that, mirrors should be clean and whole. No chipped and broken and cracked mirrors. And, you know, in, say in feng shui that it brings in broken energy. But the truth of the matter is a lot of feng shui tips are really centered around logic. A broken mirror increases a chance of broken piece on the floor, catch your foot. It's just, it's, it's an accident waiting to happen. But the truth of the matter is, when you think about a mirror, how we mirror images around our lives in our home, a mirror should be placed in a way that it projects positive imagery around you. So if you want to, you put it in a place where, let's say that you uh, don't have a lot of plants in your home, and you can't because maybe you don't have a lot of windows, but you have one big window in the home, you would place a mirror near to the area where it could pull in some of the plants from outside, and it would you would see them in the reflection of the mirror, therefore it would look like as though it was in your home. So mirrors can be used strategically to bring nature into your home if you don't have that option. You don't want to place it at the front of your door because that means that your the visitations would be short-lived unless you're a curmudgeon, then put about 40 mirrors at the front door and leave every make everybody go away. But you need to have it reflect good things. You need it to use to bring elements in, no broken or chipped. We say in feng shui to not have it in your bedroom. We've talked before about the haven of your bedroom. Really, no electrical things in there, no television, there, no radios, no sound, no mirrors, no pictures of people. It really needs to be your nest. Your bed is your haven. You're going in to nestle in, to relax, to recuperate, to replenish the body. No mirrors in the bedroom. Now, if you live in a home that has sliding doors on the closet, that have, and they're made of mirror, a lot of places have that then get one of those teeny, teeny rods. You can't see my hands, but I'm holding all my two thumbs and my four fingers in microscopic size, a teeny little rod across the top of your closet and hang a curtain, hang something thin, thin material. That way you can move it to the side. It blocks that mirror. It will elevate your sleep. It will keep that energy on you in your room instead of bouncing around at night. That's the tip for the day. Now stick around, put down your coffee cup, Leave the car on idle if you have to. Come back because my gal Friday, my, my bestie, Meryl Hemingway, is coming back with information about how to keep you in balance. I think I'll stick around too. Hello, wonderful humans out there. I am Roy Zatiski from MyWildlife.com, and you are listening to Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Hey, everyone. You're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway, me, and Melissa Yamaguchi. That'd be me. <laughs> right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. And now, Mariel Hemingway with Balance. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you for bringing me back, bringing me back into balance. Um, yeah, so today I have a tip for you. Um, I talk a lot about uh, being present, right? And what does that mean? Like, I think you, in yoga, you hear like be present. You hear a lot of 
you see a lot of memes about being present. And, and what does it mean to be present? Well, first of all, let me explain a little bit what that means. Being present means you are here now in this moment at this time right now. Right now, I am talking to every audience member and I'm talking about being present. I am not in the past. I'm not thinking about what happened to me in sixth grade or, you know, whether I got, you know, tripped up by something, you know, last week. And I'm also not thinking about the future, right? I'm not worried about something that that I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm worried about, right? So being present is really just doing what you're doing when you're doing it, right? So my, my kind of exercise or tip for you today is to, when, when you're doing something, to really focus on just that. Say you're washing the dishes, right? You're, you're there, you've got the dishes. And instead of like, I'm washing the dishes, but I got this to do and I got to get in the car and I got to do all these things. Think about literally washing the dishes, like feel the soap, put the soap, smell the soap, right? You put the water on, there's the temperature of the water. It's the feel of all these things. It's the sudsing of the, of the dish, or maybe you put it in the dishwasher, but doing things with an intention of being completely aware of each moment as it happens. So it's this unfolding and it's that uh, the Buddhists call it chop wood, carry water. It's this thing. It's just simple. It's the simple things that we do and we, and we get to do them with intention. And, and so that's, that's the tip of the day. That's it. I'm just telling you to be present because that's what I'm working on every single day. Choose healthy. Choose you. Out comes the sun. Please go to MarielHemingwayFoundation.org. Help us create a resource navigator for people with mental health issues. We're coming up with solutions. Out Comes the Sun has been a production of Evolve Entertainment. Hosts, Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Executive producer, Jeremiah Higgins. Sound engineer and producer, Richard Dr. D. Dugan. And sound engineer, Slater Smith. Thank you for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.